Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. So you don't need to put your face out there if you're not comfortable with it. It will help, but it's not necessarily you can build an audience, a following completely anonymous without your face on it. Definitely. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. What's going on, Entrepreneur Junkies? Welcome back to the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement Podcast. I'm Jamie Atkinson, the Podcast Junkie, and today I've got a real treat for you. I've got somebody coming on the show who I met at Funnel Hacking Live this year, and this guy seriously impressed me from the get-go. So not only is he a serial entrepreneur, this dude has created an Instagram movement like something that I've never seen before. <laughs> What's kind of crazy is he spent nearly two years going from zero to 50,000 followers on Instagram. And then in six months, he 10x that following to a half a million followers, which was at Christmas in 2018. And since then, he's got another quarter of a million followers nearly added on. Uh, he's got nearly, I think it's 700K or more followers on his Instagram, Entrepreneurship Facts Today. I'd just like to get you guys to welcome David Dang onto the show. What's up, brother? Hey, how are you? Dude, I am feeling great. I am feeling great. Dude, I was checking out your Instagram this morning, and I swear that when I was at Funnel Hacking Live, it, you had like 600K followers. You see, you've got like 100K extra followers in like no time at all. Yeah, like, yeah, my, my Instagram account has been growing really fast. Like, it's growing at about 70,000 to 80,000 new followers a month now. Dude, that is insane. And, uh, you know, it's really funny because until I came on this interview with you, I didn't actually know that it took you nearly two years to go from zero to 50,000 followers. And I, I think that's really important because, you know, so many of us are looking at the short game, right? Everybody wants that instant gratification. They want to get to, you know, 100,000 fans now. They want to get to 500,000 fans now. But it's really important to build up on that slowly, right? And to think about the long game. So for anybody that's listening to this show who isn't kind of aware of your story, David, can you just take us back from uh, the beginning and tell us a little bit about your origin story and kind of where you came from? Yeah, sure. Uh, for me, well, I went to university, actually have a degree in entrepreneurship and marketing, but I, I definitely knew that I don't want a job. Like I had a corporate job when I was in university doing some data entry and accounting stuff, which I hated it. And I know is nine to five is not for me. So one year before I graduated, I started looking to find a ways to like start my own side hustles, so that when I graduate, I don't need like I don't I'm not in the pressure to get a job. So I started looking into online business, 
And I read Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was maybe like 19. So I was fascinated with the idea of passive income. Then I saw something along the line like how to make money, like how to build passive income online. And I tumbled upon a podcast and he was talking about the guy talking about the importance of having an audience. And he was like, he was saying something like, if you have an audience, you can sell anything to your audience and you barely have to spend much of anything on marketing because you already have an audience who listen to you. And yeah, it makes sense. And myself, I need a way to get it in front of people. I could either pay for it, which I didn't have much money back then, or I can build my own audience so that I can sell them products and make money from it. So that's how I started. I created my first Instagram page ever back in 2016, maybe around May or June. I know absolutely nothing about Instagram. I didn't even have a personal account then. It's just, I just start from there, trial and learning, constant learning. I, after about two years, from June of 2016, I moved until 2018, about June of 2018, about two years, I I got 50,000 followers. But then from June of 2018 to the end of 18, I 10 exit from 50,000 to half a million followers. And now I'm at about over 700,000. Yeah, that's insane levels of growth. And, and it's interesting, David, that you talk about the importance of building a following and an audience because, you know, I actually started out in the blog game um, probably about two, three years ago now. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I was doing the same thing. I was building up an audience of people that were following my journey, that were sticking along. And that's actually so important because if you're able to build a following, exactly like you said, you don't have to pay for ads to attract people to your products. You've literally got these diehard fans who like love you and your personality. But what's interesting about your story, David, is that you didn't really put yourself on the front line for your business, right? Like you weren't the face of Entrepreneurship Facts. Is that right? Yes. Like, is this a brand, like a logo? People know the page as entrepreneurship facts i didn't have my face on it for literally the first two and a half years i only recently have my face on the page like very recently for the first time ever so you don't need to put your face out there if you're not comfortable with it it will help but it's not necessarily you can build an audience a following completely anonymous without your face on it definitely was there any big challenges that you found by not having your face on the front of the brand? Like, was there anything that made that really difficult while you were initially growing your following? I think so. It's not about growing, but the challenge would be that people don't trust you as easily. When there's a face on it, it's much easier for people to connect with you and to build the relationship so that if you recommend them something, they'd be like, okay, I feel like I know that person. Like, I know the guy behind us and I trust him enough to take his advice. Whereas if it's just a logo and like, and people cannot connect with you if they're following a general account or a logo. So it's, it's a little bit harder to create that connection, but it can be done if you collect the emails and then build that relationship through emails without putting your face, you still have your name on it and everything. This can be done, but it's a little bit more challenging compared to having a face on, like, on your business. 
I'm with you. And, and David, on this show, we like to really kind of get into the deep and heart of it about, you know, challenges that entrepreneurs have, you know, have felt like when they're growing their brands and their businesses. So was there a big reason that you decided not to get in front of the brand? Was it to do with you being a little bit unwilling to be the front man? Like what was that decision based on? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. When I first started, I'm sure a lot of people struggle with this as well. Like they're not very comfortable with camera and they don't know. And I don't want, if I want to put my face out there, I don't really need people to know about me. I like my private life. Like that's, that's the thing. Like I'm sure a lot of people are on the same boat. It's difficult, but I believe that for anyone, if you want to grow your business, you want to scale it and build that relationship with your audience then you have to put your face out there, put your journey out so that people can connect with you easier and better. Like that's how I look at it. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. And that's kind of why I asked that question, because I think there are a lot of people that would be listening to this who maybe are in the same shoes. You know, they're thinking, oh, you know, I see all of these people doing it, but I don't necessarily have the confidence to do it myself. So if there's somebody out there who, who isn't necessarily super confident to walk in front of a camera, have you got any tips for them of how you can sort of build an audience without having to be the face of the business and how you can still really connect with your brand and your audience? Yeah, definitely. Well, the first thing is you need to provide value. That's like the key thing to grow an audience on any platform. It doesn't matter if it's Instagram, YouTube, blogging, uh, and whatever platform that is, you need to provide value. Re- people need a reason to follow you. They won't follow you if you're just constantly bombarded them with sell pitches. Like, hey, go buy this, buy that. Or people hate to be sold. I'm sure you have heard of that. Dude, before. I agree with you. I agree with you. People love to buy, but they hate to be sold. Exactly. So you need to provide them value. Like, Define who that is that you want to attract, who that is you want to work with, your dream customer. Once you understand, you define that, understand them. What do they need? What do they want to see? What do they like to listen? Once you figure that out, okay, provide that to them. Provide what they want to hear, like the stuff that interests them, the stuff that would get them click on your image or podcast or video. Provide value. So once you define what they want, provide it, and then link it to whatever products that you're trying to sell because the reality is 98% of the customers out there, they don't think about purchasing something at any particular moment. Only 2% of them will be thinking of buying. So you can either compete with a bunch of other companies and other people try to get the 2% of the potential customers, or you can educate your the 98%, link them with your content somehow, provide value, and educate them about the potential problem that they might have that they don't even know about. And when, whenever they're ready to buy, they will think about you. And that's how you make the sales without putting your face out there. Yeah, I love that so much because it is so much about that, right? If you can provide that value in the form of content, you become an education source for your customer. And it's not somebody that they go to necessarily to go and look and shop, but they go to you for advice. And if you're advising them to buy your own product or even an affiliate product to somebody else, they'll see you as uh, somebody that can be trusted, right? Yeah, exactly. With my page, I never put my face out there with the but content I post is a lot about motivational and entrepreneurship and like how to build online business. Sometimes I give tips and tricks on how to 
build a business online. So my target audience, when I first started the page, my target audience, my, literally it was for myself, for my own personal growth and hopefully to get to build an audience. I didn't know what I did, like what to do back then, right? So my, the page was literally targeting at me. I posted stuff that interests me and somehow people start following, I guess is connecting with a lot of other people similar to me as well. Like that's how I build a page. I provide value for a particular, have a like customer persona, which is just myself. So it's, it happened to be that way. I never planned it to be that way, but is it happened to be that way? And that's how I build my audience by providing value for myself and our people see the value, they start following. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Build a persona around yourself. Like if you are your perfect target audience, like sell to yourself, right? Like would I buy that product? David, that's actually a really good stopping point for the episode there. But I really love this theme of value. So in the next episode, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper with some questions about how you provide value on Instagram. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about building an audience on Instagram as well, because there's a lot of platforms to choose from. I want to hear exactly why Instagram is the best place to build a platform and to build an audience. You up for that? Yeah, for sure. Awesome, man. We'll see you on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the end and for sticking around until the end of the episode. I want to give you something awesome for free. So a lot of you guys know I launched my podcast program to the first time to a brand new audience and we did in seven days nearly $12,400 worth of income, which is absolutely insane to a brand new audience. And what I wanted to do was give away that exact funnel that I used to drive all of the traffic there completely for free. So if you guys want to grab a copy of this funnel, it's yours completely for free, head to www.thepodcastjunkie.com dot com forward slash opt in and make sure you grab a copy now. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe and here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.